Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat, it is Dave Taylor with you. And uh, man, we got a fun show. Uh, thanks for checking this out. We're FM 99 to 106.9 The Fox's only wrestling podcast, and you can find us in a few places. And we'll start with the radio station's websites, FM99.com and 1069TheFox.com under the media tab. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at ESPR99. Uh, we're pretty active in that, especially on Facebook, uh, posting a lot of wrestling stories. And, uh, man, it's been quite the uh, news week with that. And you can always email us at ESPR at FM99.com. And you can listen to us many different ways. How are you doing that now? SoundCloud, TuneIn, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Spotify. That's another one. Yeah, if you can, leave us a review. We'd appreciate that. And this will be, uh, it's you know, it's kind of weird. It's a WrestleMania Backlash preview episode. And it's not really much to talk about for the show. It's kind of weird. Which probably means it's going to be a good show because uh, there's not a lot to talk about. But uh, and considering that you have, you know, one, two, three, what four rematches from WrestleMania, which I guess is better than the uh, you know rematches we get on Raw the very next night. It's a WrestleMania rematch, you know. Well, we just paid thirty dollars to see this. This was back in the day, or forty dollars, you know, back when you had to pay for pay per views. I mean, I guess when you're paying what eight bucks a month or six bucks a month for Peacock or whatever your fees are. I mean, it's not as bad course you just skip the show and watch it on youtube later right that's 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 one way to do it uh before we get into the backlash preview though let's uh talk with some wrestling news and a, a big story here uh tammy cinch aka sunny remember her from the wwf days uh she was arrested now she was involved in an automobile accident back in march 25th and the crash that uh, took a man's life down in florida and the police were waiting on taxology results to come in before they determined what charges she was going to face. Well, they did determine that she was under the influence and she was arrested a couple of days ago and put in jail in Daytona Beach. Now, she's being charged with nine charges. Uh, this includes DUI causing death, which is DUI manslaughter, driving with a suspended or revoked license, and also causing death or serious injury, and driving, uh, or I should say, seven counts of DUI causing damage to a person or property. And the DUI manslaughter charge could put her up in jail for up to 30 years with a four-year minimum sentence. And there's a bunch of fines involved in that as well. Uh, she's had a ton of legal issues that go back to the 90s, and uh, it's uh, it, it's just just a shame. But um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll see where this goes. But uh, I don't see this uh, looking good. But they did post her uh, mugshot. Uh, yesterday, and uh, it's been kind of making the uh, media rounds with that. So, just, just going to leave that as it is. No need to divulge into that, but uh, but yeah, uh, in a bit of trouble there. Uh, Stu Grayson, gone from AEW. Now, when AEW does their, I shouldn't say releases, uh, it's a lot different philosophy than WWE. I know WWE gets a lot of heat for, well, they released this guy, and they, you know, they just do mass releases and stuff, which, you know, I mean, you look at it this way. You, you do them all at once, you just get them out of the way because, you know, if you release, say, two this week, two this week, well, sometimes it's the case, two this week, two that week, um, you know, it kind of adds up. Now, AEW doesn't release wrestlers. They just kind of keep you under contract and don't do anything with you. Uh, we last saw Stu Russell on, on Dark, you know, the Elevation show, back on uh, April 20th. But he was on TV back in March. But uh, Tony Khan, he just lets contracts expire. You want to leave? Uh, you're, you're just going to sit this out. And, uh, yeah, there was a lot of speculation that it was not going to be renewed, and um, he's gone from AEW. Of course, he's uh, part of the uh, Dark Order at times, and, um, 
you know, thought there was going to be more there, but uh, but that's that's kind of gone. And the Dark Order just uh, it's a little different than uh, than what it once was, and maybe what it once uh, could have been there. So yeah, Stu Grayson gone from AEW. Uh, Big E, you know, uh, you're recovering from the injury, and uh, this is uh, not great news. Unfortunately, uh, he uh, shared a report yesterday, uh, Friday morning. He says, for those desirous of my update, my C1 apparently isn't healing optimally. I'll spend another four to six weeks in a brace in hopes that I can avoid a fusion. But don't you fret. I've got a tremendous support system and what shall be shall be. And uh, man, I, I just, uh, it's just, I mean, we all kind of knew the healing process was going to be long. I know there was like some reports where, you know, I think the number of months was like short. And it's like, no, man, if you have a neck injury, take your time. And I hope he's not done. It's been about uh, two months since he had the injury from the overhead suplex from uh, Ridge Holland on SmackDown. And uh, I just, uh, you wish him the best, man. Take your time, Big E. Former guest of the show, Veetsley Podcast Repeat, which, by the way, if you find some of our old episodes, you can find a lot of interviews, like Big E's been on the show, The Miz has been on the show twice, uh, Chris Jericho's been on the show a couple of times, Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins, all been on the show, and uh, is wishing you nothing but the best, Big E. And uh, he's just uh, a fun guy, great, to, you know, he won the world championship last year, and you know, it was just, it was a great moment and uh, just happy for you in that moment and just hoping uh, to see you back at some point, man. Hopefully this is not the end. By the way, uh, WWE, another WWE news here, uh, looks like they uh, they already got their draft set up for 2022. Uh, according to uh, Dave Meltzer, it's uh, going to happen in August uh, after uh, SummerSlam, which is on July 30th this year, which I think is the first time SummerSlam's been in July. Now, it's not set in stone. Uh, of course, there's other reports that they could hold the draft in September. So, you know, it's just almost somebody's like just throwing a guest out there, Dave, and um, saying, well, it could happen here. And then if it doesn't, well, plans changed. Uh, John Bradshaw Layfield, by the way, JBL, had a really good uh, Dave Meltzer tweet, by the way. And let's uh, <laughs> just, uh, you're going to get a kick out of this. Uh, and this actually goes back to 2018, but somebody shared this. He said, Meltzer was such a great asset for WWE. He was so wrong and so easily manipulated that he was perfect to feed bogus info into to order the swerve of the fans. He should have been on the payroll. How anyone still follows him is amazing. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, plans change. That, you know, that would be a great name for a wrestling podcast if, if we didn't have uh, Eat, Sleep, Podcast, Repeat. Anyways, uh, there you go. That's some uh, wrestling news. Touching that quickly. Now, we got six matches for WrestleMania Backlash, which means stuff is uh, going to probably be added. I was going to record this uh, after SmackDown. I was like, you know, let's see if anything changes. And no, not the case. Um, the build for the show, it's been all right. Um, you know, I mean, there's there's still two matches I'm really looking forward to. Uh, maybe three if, if done right. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see where this goes. Uh, we'll start with... Uh, well, the first three matches from WrestleMania, Bobby Lashley versus Omos with MVP. Um, you know, it's Omos has kind of lost uh, some of his steam in the last few months. I, I know Lashley beat him at WrestleMania. The match, you know, was, was you know what I mean? Like, it, no, it's not a five-star match, but it was better than what I expected. And, uh, you know, it's just, 
uh, Lashley was great in that match. You know, Omos, you know, doing what he can do. And, um, you know, do we go 50-50 booking with these matches? Because I'm going to make some picks on the other side here uh, from who won at WrestleMania. And I think this is the case here where I think Omos is going to win and see where this MVP thing goes uh, with that because there may be something there. I mean, Lashley, you know, at some point you're going to, you know, keep him off the world title chase till at some point, you know, he goes after Roman Reigns or, uh, or you know, if, if Roman loses one of his titles uh, down the road, you know, if they do some sort of, uh, you know, winner-take-all match and his team doesn't win and he loses the title, that's a possibility. So we'll see. But I'm going with Omos on this one. The next one uh, was kind of been set up before and then during and after WrestleMania was a Happy Corbin versus Madcap Moss. Now, Madcap seems to have a decent following here, and I'm hoping they... In WWE terms, keep his momentum going, and uh, <laughs> and he should win this match. It should be a fun match. I mean, Corbin, um, you know, is, is is a great heel. Uh, I know some people don't like him, but he does put on some decent matches. And Madcap Moss can go. I, I think a lot of people didn't expect that, you know, because he kind of looked as a, as a comedy player at first. Um, but not the case now, and I hope they do it right, and he should win this match. And um, it just makes sense. I mean, Corbin doesn't need the win. You know, unless they're going to continue this feud, uh, that would be the only sense of him winning and, like, cheating the win. But uh, I don't think that makes any sense. I, I think you just, uh, you know, get Mad Cat Moss rolling here and, and move on from there. Uh, another match that's a rematch from WrestleMania, AJ Styles versus Edge. Now, the match at Mania was good. Was it great? No. I, I think expectations for that match were set high. It's kind of like when AJ Styles fought Shinsuke Nakamura, and, um, you know, that didn't uh, pan out, um, you know, and then we got the stupid low blow and everything after the end of the heel turn, which doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, here, uh, the stipulation for Edge and AJ Styles is that Damien Priest banned from ringside, which I'm going to guess uh, one of two things is going to happen. Um, somebody else is going to show up. And cause AJ Styles to lose the match or somehow AJ Styles will win. I'm going to go with somebody showing up. And Edge is going to uh, win again here. Um, you know, that or, you know, Finn Balor helps AJ Styles win. So now I got this going back and forth thing. But I'm going to go with Edge in this one because of somebody else uh, joining the faction. I guess it's the one way you're going to build it up. I'm just hoping there's going to be a better match. It's almost like, we, you know, like as AJ Styles puts on tremendous matches. Edge had, had some great matches with Seth Rollins, uh, the Hell in a Cell. Probably one of the best Hell in the Cell matches ever. Um, just looking forward to this, um, and hopefully they get it right this time. This match-wise, winner, hey, I'm fine either way. Uh, the story's been great, um, but just <laughs> for a better match than when we got a Mania. Uh, another Mania rematch, Cody Rhodes taking on Seth freaking Rollins. And I really don't want to see 50-50 booking here. I don't want to see you know Seth getting his win back, uh, I, you know, unless this is going to you know set up a, a third match. With some sort of stipulation. I mean, that would be the one way to do it. Um, should be a tremendous match, you know. And, and, and now, we, you know, we, we've seen Cody back a few times. Um, you know, it's been a great return. You know, no, I haven't seen anybody complaining about anything, you know, which is amazing for the Internet. Although somebody probably is out there, but probably didn't see it. Uh, I'm going to go with Cody on this one. And then I don't know what the next program would be. I know he's fought Kevin Rollins. Or Kevin Rollins. Kevin Owens. After a Raw a few times, um, yeah, that would be a tremendous match. That would be fun to watch. Uh, by the way, his match versus 
the Miz when uh, Cody Rhodes came back. Tremendous match. I uh, I do recommend uh, checking that one out if you haven't already. Uh, just a, a great match between those two. Uh, another match, and this is for the Women's SmackDown Championship in a I Quit match. It's uh, Charlotte Flair defending her title against Ronda Rousey. This is the only title on the line for the show. Now, I don't know if they're going to add any matches. They're not going to add any title matches because with no hype, what are you going to do? I mean, I do maybe see them possibly adding like Sami Zayn and Shinsuke rematch from SmackDown. That does Sami won by countout. But uh, Ronda Rousey here, Charlotte Flair and I quit match. Um, you know, Charlotte has quit in the past. Um, you know, they took them all to realize that. But uh, I think Ronda's going to tap Charlotte out here, win the title, and then hang on to it. Is she going to hang on to it to next WrestleMania when she fights Becky? Or is that match going to happen at a different time? But I see Ronda getting the title here. Uh, you know, uh, the match at Mania was good. Um, you know, it wasn't the best women's match from that weekend. I mean, that went to Becky and Bianca. Uh, but um, but looking forward to this. I mean, very physical. I mean, they both fight a very physical style, and and I see this one being brutal as well, especially in an I Quit match. You may not get the physicality as much because you're going to probably get a lot of submissions. Um, you know, that's going to be one of those things where you know some of these matches work out. Um, you know, like Chris Angle or Chris Angle, Kurt Angle, uh, and a certain guy he wrestled had had a pretty good submission match. Um, you know, I always think of. Uh, you want to go old school, uh, Ronnie Garvin and Greg the Hammer Valentine, 1990 Royal Rumble matches is usually overlooked. That was a submission match, and uh, that was a really good match, uh, how that was done. So we'll see how they do it here. Um, I mean, the only other thing I could see if, like, you know, Charlotte puts Ronda in the move and Ronda doesn't tap out, and then the ref calls the match or something like that. You know, you think of, like, Steve Austin, Bret Hart, another great I quit match. Man, that was a great match. So but I, I see Ronda uh, becoming the women's SmackDown championship uh, champion uh, here in this match and, uh, you know, probably get a rematch down the road. And then your main event of the evening. No titles on the line here because uh, you got your Raw Tag Team Champions, RK Bro, Randy Orton Riddle teaming up with Drew McIntyre, taking on these SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Bloodline, uh, you know, and Jey Uso. The, uh, let's try that again. You got RK Bro and Drew McIntyre taking on the Usos, SmackDown champions, and Roman Reigns, your WWE champions, because uh, he holds both titles. So, yeah, the Bloodline versus Drew McIntyre and RK Bro. And, um, you know, it's going to be interesting here because there's no titles on the line. And I'm curious, you know, I know they're holding off McIntyre and Reigns for a later match. And I see McIntyre pitting one of the Usos here, kind of setting up something with uh, Reigns down the line. Maybe this leads to a SummerSlam match or whatever else, um, you know, which I, it would be a pretty big match. And, and I, I, don't, I don't know if they're just putting them here just because they don't have a, a direct program for Reigns right now uh, or just to set up for, you know, for SummerSlam at some point, um, which, again, that's in July. So we have a Hell in a Cell next. That's the next pay-per-view, the Money in the Bank, and then SummerSlam. So I don't know if we're going to go that far until we get all those paper, you know, do we get to SummerSlam? I mean, Hell in the Cell is big, but it's not the stadium show like SummerSlam is. So we'll see. But uh, picking here, McIntyre pinning one of the Usos and kind of setting something up down line. Should be a fun match, though. I mean, RK Bro's been great. Uh, Randy Orton just celebrated 20 years, and uh, the dude's having fun right now. That's what matters. Again. So there you go. That's your predictions for WrestleMania Backlash. Going with Omos, Madcap Moss, Edge. Cody Rhodes, Ronda Rousey, and uh, Drew McIntyre and RK Bro. It's the uh, picks 
for that. Which, by the way, you don't see Roman Reigns losing uh, many matches in the last couple of years, so he's not getting pinned here. Obviously, that's the case. That would be shocking. That's it. Uh, thanks for checking out the East Sleep Podcast Repeat. We will do a live review either uh, Sunday night or Monday before Raw. And uh, just to go over the event. Uh, again, you can check us out on uh, many different podcast apps, Spotify, TuneIn, iTunes, SoundCloud. Uh, check us out on F99 and 1069fox.com under the media tab, social media, ESPR99 on Twitter and Facebook. And you can email us if you love to go old school, ESPR at F99.com. Thanks for checking us out. Have a great weekend, and make sure you eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Repeat.